0: So I'm really excited for this episode. I'm, I'm excited for all the episodes of the Christian Bro Code podcast, but I'm really excited about this one for two things, two reasons. There are two historic things that are happening in this episode, two historic th- two things that have never been done in the entire history of the Christian Bro Code podcast. That's right. That's in the two weeks that I've been doing, the Christian Bro Code Podcast. This has never been done before. Two things. This is a power-packed episode. So the first thing, the very first thing that we're doing that's new to the Christian Bro Code Podcast in this episode is that the topic I'm discussing today is a listener-suggested topic. That's right. One of you bros suggested the topic that we're talking about today in this episode of the Christian Bro Code Podcast. So I I, want to tell you Jump onto Facebook, jump onto the Christian Bro Code Facebook group and make some suggestions about what we could talk about in upcoming episodes. So that's the first thing. The very first listener suggested topic in this episode of the Christian Bro Code podcast. The second thing, and I'm really excited about this one, is that this is the very first episode with a guest interview. That's right, a guest interview. Two new things historic. This is historic. In the Christian Bro Code podcast, the very first listener-suggested topic and the very first episode with a guest interview. All right, bro, let's get started. You're listening to the Christian Bro Code podcast, a discipleship podcast for men, dedicated to adding value to your spiritual growth with your host, Mario Escobedo. What's up, bro? Hey, what's up, bro? Welcome to the Christian Bro Code podcast. Episode number seven, this is the Man's Discipleship Podcast, dedicated to adding value to your spiritual growth. I'm your host, Mario Escobedo, and I want you to join the conversation. The Christian Bro Code Podcast is not intended to be a one-way conversation, just me talking at you or to you. I want this to be a conversation. So to do that, go to my website, MarioEscobedo.com, click on the button that says, click here to join the conversation that will get you started to joining the Christian Bro Code Facebook group, and you can add your voice to the conversation. Also, really important, subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get this podcast, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. Please subscribe, rate, and review. That way, other bros can find the podcast. Now, look, I would love a five-star review. I'd love a great review, but I'm not asking for that. I'm asking for an honest review. That way, other bros can make a decision if they want to tune in or not. And as I always tell you, I am recording in the real world, That means that you're going to hear stuff in the background, dogs barking, kids screaming, but hey, that's what I've got, right? And Christian Bros, we just power through. We make the best with what we have today. I'm excited about today's topic. Like I told you, this is the very first listener-suggested topic and the very first episode in which we have a guest interview. So let me set this up. What are we talking about? What was suggested by a listener? I'm going to sum it up in one word tattoos. That's right. Christian bros and tattoos. Should we have them? Should we not? Is it a sin? Uh, Are we condemned to hell if we get tattoos? Should I get one? Maybe you're a Christian bro and you're trying to decide if you should get a tattoo or not. Well, I hope that today's conversation is going to help you make a decision. And let me just give you my, my personal input on this. I don't have a single tattoo on my body. I doubt I ever will have a tattoo. In my personal opinion, you know, let, let's get to we'll, we'll get to that later because I I really think that the bro, who is on the phone with me right now, is going to have some great insight into tattoos. Now I've known this bro for over twenty years. We met in Bible school in nineteen ninety three. Yeah, we go back a long ways. His family has stayed over at my house when they've been in town. I've been at his house. I have preached at his church. Just we, we go back a, a really long ways and uh, he has tattoos. He's a pastor. He's a minister with the Assemblies of God. I trust this guy. This guy has prayed for me. I've prayed with him, uh, and he has tattoos. And, and you know what? I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put him on the hot seat. I'm, I'm going to ask him some questions. I already, I already told him, I, I'm going to play devil's advocate here, okay? And uh, I just, I just want to hear your responses. His name is Pastor Orlando Lopez. He pastors. He's on staff at First Presbyterian Church in Amarillo, Texas. And uh, hey, Orlando, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you so much, my friend.
0: It's good to have you on here. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut to the chase. You have tattoos. Is this correct? I do. Okay. I do. You, you're... And,
1: and... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to... Ha- I'm, and I'm going to heaven. I just want to put that out there from the very beginning. You're going to heaven. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just want to make sure everyone understands that from the get-go. Well,
0: let's see what happens by the end of the episode. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, so, yeah, you you, you have a tattoo. And uh, just like a, I'm, I'm going to cut to the chase, uh, you and I, we've been bros for a long time. So I know that conversation between the two of us is, is healthy. It's good. Uh, but th- I'm gonna I'm gonna bring I'm gonna start with some Bible and and uh, I think I think you're not gonna have a, a response to this at all. I'm I'm gonna bring out some Bible right. and you're just not. Uh, this is good, this. I'm I'm sorry. This is gonna be a short episode because this is gonna be a conversation stopper right here. Leviticus 19:28 says this, and I quote: "Do not cut your bodies for the dead or put tattoo marks on yourselves. I am the Lord." And go.
1: And go. That's interesting because I have run into people who, who bring up Leviticus nineteen and I totally understand. Uh and my big question to them when I hear that is, do you eat bacon? <laughs> and uh if they are if they are people of any worth, they say, Yes, of <laughs> course I eat bacon. Uh and, and I remind them that there are laws in Leviticus that would prohibit the eating of bacon. You couldn't have a bacon cheeseburger or a ham sandwich with bacon and lettuce, tomato, avocado. You couldn't do that. And part of the reason for that is because, uh, if we followed the Leviticus law completely, then we would be, uh, growing our beards long. We would be, we would be doing all sorts of things that we don't do today because there are elements of the, Levit- the Levitical law that are ceremonial and there are elements that are moral. Um, when, when the Bible talks about, um, things like, um, uh, incest or, or having your, your father's wife, um, you know what? Those things carry on into today. But when we talk about things like tattoos, uh, those things are, in my opinion, ceremonial and don't necessarily carry the weight that they might have during the Levitical times.
0: Uh, I, I, I would expect that kind of an answer from from you, Orlando. But you know what? I completely agree. I think you, you have to take the the context of any passage— into consideration whenever you're trying to base any kind of conviction, doctrine, theology, the context of a passage, not just the literary context, but the historical, cultural context, all of those things have to be taken into consideration. I find it interesting that the word tattoo, this is the only place, at least as far as I could tell, this is the only place in the entire Bible where the word tattoo is even mentioned, let alone a prohibition against tattoos. This is the only place I could find, And, and it's... It is thrown in there. You, you mentioned about cutting the hair. Uh, the verse immediately before, verse 28, does talk about cutting the hair at the sides of your head or clipping off the edges of your beard. That's right before 27. It's very convenient, I think, for a lot of bros to mention the tattoos, but not mention what comes before it and what comes after it. So, for sure, uh, context is is king. The rule of context is that context rules. And and so I, I threw that out at you, and, and I, I love that response because it, it forces us as Christian bros to take Scripture seriously and to study Scripture for what it is and for Absolutely. what it wants to tell us. But what I want to know is kind of give us your story because I've got to tell you, and I, I mentioned this to you when we spoke on the phone a few days ago, uh, we've known each other since our Bible school days. And when I first found out that you had tattoos, my response wasn't like, uh what happened like did he backslide is he no longer serving the lord did he leave the ministry my response was Orlando cuz you are like the, <laughs> the 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 last person from my bible school you're the last person I would expect to get a tattoo kind of walk us through that journey that took you from uh no tattoos on your body, probably someone at that point who would never even consider getting a tattoo to where you are now with, with the tattoos on your body. What happened? What took place?
1: A- absolutely. It's, it's actually, it's been a journey, and you're right. Uh, when we were in Bible school, I was probably known um, as a rule follower. I've been a rule follower all my life, which is not a bad thing until you begin to put your identity as to who you are in Christ and you base that on the rules you follow. And I I had done that for a long time even without realizing that I was doing that. Uh God loves me because I follow the rules. And that is that's a terrible view of of what God's love is, what God's grace is. And God doesn't love me because I follow the rules. The truth is there's nothing I could do or nothing that I could stop doing that would make God love me any more or any less. And so really, for me, it's really been a journey uh as to discovering God's grace. I, I'd been a rule follower so long, and God begins to deal with me. I love you, and I love you, not because you follow the rules. I love you because I love you, and that's, that's the way grace works. You don't deserve it. You just get it. And I began to go on this journey. It really has been a 10 or 15 year journey and, and begin to realize, you know what, um, I can check all the check boxes and God loves me. Or if I don't check all the check boxes, God still loves me. And so, um, as I began to discover that, uh, I had always had an interest in tattoos to be honest with you, but I would, you're right in Bible school. I never would have thought of getting one because in my mind it was breaking a rule. And then does God love me when I break that rule? Uh, but God began to deal with me about his love and his grace. And so the very first tattoo I got, to be honest with you, was an expression of, okay, I'm beginning to understand God's grace. I'm beginning to understand that even if I do something that other people would think, oh, my goodness, he's lost his salvation, like he said. Uh It doesn't change God's view of me. And so I thought, you know what, I'm going to do this. It's something I've wanted to do. I know God's going to love me in the midst of that anyway. And so it began as as an expression of exploring his love and his grace. And then to be honest with you, it it transformed into a love of the art. Uh, I am comfortable in who I am, regardless of what those people around me think. Uh, Because I know who I am in Christ, whether I have tattoos or don't have tattoos doesn't make a difference of who I am in Christ because he doesn't look uh, at the outside of me. He actually examines my heart and God knows my heart. And I think people who struggle with whether I have them or not um, are people who don't always understand my heart. Uh, And just because I have ink on my body, that hasn't changed where my heart is uh, and who
0: I am. So what what was that first tattoo that you got?
1: The first tattoo I got, um, and uh, this is where the tattoo regret comes in, (laughs) I got a very small. Everyone says, oh, you'll regret it. Out of all of them, I only regret my very first one. I got a very small, probably about the size of the palm of my hand, um, uh, flaming dove. Uh, on my thigh because it was really easy to hide when you're wearing shorts or whatever. it's real. But uh, I realized, it was my very first lesson in scale, I realized (laughs) that that size of a tattoo on that area of the body just isn't the right scale. So I needed something bigger to actually make it look right. I wish uh, the regret isn't getting it. The regret is having gotten the size I got. I wish I would have like they said, uh, I wish I would have gone big or gone home, yeah uh, because it just it would have it would have been the right scale, but that was the very first one, a flaming dove it it was a shout out to my Pentecostal
0: background I was right about to ask you that what 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 was the significance of that so Pentecostal heritage
1: yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely
0: so let let me ask you about the people who uh, are closest to you by that I mean your family and your closest friends, even people in your congregation, and their response. When when they find out that you have tattoos, generally speaking, what kind of a response do you get from those kinds of people?
1: Uh, from um, from those in my church, uh, I get a little bit of surprise, uh, but that's it. I, from those in my present context of ministry, I get like, oh, I didn't realize you have tattoos, because the truth is, uh, I easily cover up, even though I've got quite a few, I easily cover it up with, if I'm wearing a shirt, you might not even know. Okay. Um, So there's some surprise, but there's not any condemnation. Um, From my family, it's been the same way. Interestingly enough, when my mother found out that my older brother and my younger brother and younger sister had tattoos, when she found out about them, she cried. Um, When my mom found out about mine, um, she didn't cry. (laughs) Uh, Maybe she had gone through the heartbreak enough before that she was immune to the tears. You can't hurt me anymore. I've been broken enough. That's right. That's right. (laughs) But, um, maybe it's just she understood, understood, hey, I know where Orlando's heart is. I know who Orlando is. Um, I, I'm not sure why she didn't cry, but her response is, I want to see them. I want to see what, what, what you have. And mm. so, uh, I did get a chance to show mom. Um, interestingly enough, I have lost some friends over it, I think. No way. Uh, I, yeah, I think I have. I'm not, I'm not sure why, but, uh, in the beginning, it didn't ever show them on Facebook or social media. But as I got more comfortable, it was like, ah, I'm wearing a tank top and I'm going to post a selfie people are going to see. And so I think I have lost a few friends uh, in the sense of it seems like when I started being a little more open about it on social media, I didn't necessarily hear from them as often. So, um, and maybe it hasn't been a, bro- it's not a broken friendship, but maybe they're just not comfortable with the idea. Um, but, um, so yeah, it's it's generally not i interestingly enough. Uh my experience is when I when people find out I have tattoos, it's generally not a negative reaction. And I'm not sure what I can attribute that to. I'm hoping that I can attribute that to the fact that uh, people know my heart.
0: So so you mentioned something and I'm 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 curious about it now. Do you, do you feel that you get more of a negative response from people who knew you back in the day and maybe have kind of lost touch with you over the years and now they kind of reconnect with you via social media or they see you or whatever and they still have that image of Orlando back in Bible school or you know whenever you knew them back in the day? Do you get more of a negative reaction from that crowd?
1: Yes, I think I do. I think I do, and I'm not sure if that's still that old school mentality of "oh, it's wrong." Anyone who has it uh, can't be serving the Lord, can't be right with the Lord, or if it's just kind of um, maybe it makes me a porcupine. Uh, you know, hmm. the porcupine is really cool, but you just don't know how to carry it. Uh, you you so
0: are really cool, like, by the way. You are you are really yeah, cool. Yeah, thank you. <laughs>
1: I, yeah, I figured I figured as much, but I think it's like okay that I just don't know what to do with that. Uh, and so I'm going to avoid doing anything. Um, so yeah, I definitely get a very different response from those who've known me the longest and those who've been in church the longest.
0: Yeah. So here's, here's my, my biggest issue with tattoos. Again, I, I, I don't think I'm at the point where I would consider it a sin, but by, by any means, I, I really, I don't think I'm there. Uh, Personal conviction. I don't think I would ever get a tattoo. That that's a personal conviction. I don't. I mean, I'm. I don't. Again, I don't consider it a sin. I, I found out you had tattoos, and again, it wasn't. My thought wasn't. He's backslidden. He's walking away from the Lord. Boy, what's happening with him? It was nothing like that. Uh, but I, I think I'm at a point where I'm. I'm one. I'm probably too scared uh, of the of the pain <clears> that he may or may not endure. But I just don't think I I would. But I think here's something that I go to. And I, I wanna I wanna ask you this, and it's a, it's a serious question. I know you've given it some thought. And I, I base this on on different teachings in the Bible, First Corinthians chapter eight, where Paul talks about food being sacrificed to idols. And for me, the essence of that passage is in your in your liberty in Christ, in your freedom that you experience in Christ and salvation, which is not workspace based but grace and faith. In that liberty, don't do something to cause someone else to stumble. That's that's one of the things that that would hold me back from from getting a tattoo or anything else that might be kind of in that gray area of Christianity. And then for for me, another another thing that I would throw in there is uh, I, I'm big on the the concept or the idea of rights and responsibilities. And I, I feel that the higher you go in leadership and in ministry you lose certain rights that maybe the you know a regular congregant can enjoy you lose rights as you go higher in responsibility and leadership and ministry because you're simply more visible you're on a bigger platform and so the the way i see it is is okay the first corinthians 8 thing uh, don't cause someone else to stumble and then jesus's teachings you know which i would re- kind of summarize in a nutshell if you're going to follow me you're going to lose a whole bunch of rights that others would have but that's just the cost of following me at a higher level. Those are the things that, that hold me back. I say, I can do this in my freedom in Christ. Absolutely. I can get a tattoo. I'd still go to heaven. I'm not sinning. But I feel that I've lost that right, so to speak. And I have this additional responsibility because of my role in ministry. How, as as you hear that, I mean, how do, how do you process that? How do you respond to something like that?
1: So I totally understand the whole not... Uh... Making your brother stumble, uh, definitely. And I, I wouldn't want to be a stumbling block, uh, to, to anybody around me. Um, but, uh, here's, here's kind of my take on that. I really don't think, um, somebody who is new to Christ, uh, would be stumbling because of my decision. Uh, they're probably more open to the idea than those who've been in church the longest. And, and the ones who might be more prone to stumble uh, would probably be those who've been in church for a longer amount of time. And there's an expectation of maturity that comes from them. Um, Something like this, something that's a gray area, probably shouldn't be making a mature believer stumble. And if they're stumbling, they really need to check out their maturity, check out their motivations, check out where their heart, where their mind is.
0: That's a good point. Um, That's
1: kind of my take on that. Um, so far as moving up in responsibility uh, and losing certain privileges, uh, certain rights, I, you know what, to be honest with you, Mario, I'm not sure if I, I I, I, I agree. I agree that uh, leaders are held to a higher standard, uh, but at the same time, I'm not sure we lose some of the liberty to be who we are in some of these gray areas. Um, I don't, I don't know if, that should be the way we approach it. Like, oh, uh, I'm a leader. I can't. Uh, I can't. I can't get a tattoo. Um, I I know who I am, and I know that uh, maybe my leadership isn't for everyone because I have a tattoo, and that's okay. But then again, maybe my leadership uh, is more, um, for lack of a better word, attractive to some people because I have a tattoo because, hey, hey, this is someone who understands who I am. This is someone who might understand some of the struggles I go through. This is someone who uh, is a lot like me. I think sometimes what happens with leadership is we don't remain identifiable with those people we lead. Uh, Sure, there's something that has to set us apart. Sure, there's something that has to mark us as leaders. Uh, We have greater responsibilities. But at the same time, I don't want to be in an ivory tower and look at him. Look at his life; it's so perfect. There's nothing wrong. He can't identify with who I am. I'd rather be kind of on the ground, uh, on a level that says, "Hey, I'm going to lead you, and you're going to follow me." But I'm not more. I'm not any different than you are. And this is something that you can uh, desire. You can desire leadership, regardless of what you look like at the moment. Maybe your life isn't completely put together, but God uses those people whose lives aren't always put together
0: I like so that's that That's
1: how I'd approach both of those questions
0: yeah no I, I, I like that and and I'll, I'll just kind of rebuttal one of the the things that I said in causing someone else to stumble I mean, because you, you just said it. Uh, it there's I think there's a danger in making the weaker or immature Christian our standard of behavior because if if that's if that's the case then none of us would ever advance we'd never mature. We'd all still be in, in a very immature state where it is very rules-oriented and checkbox-oriented Christianity right. if, if the weaker Christian is always our standard of behavior and what's right and wrong. And, and for sure, I mean, there's some things that, that we just wouldn't engage in. But I think you and I had this conversation that we said, you know, just a few decades ago, maybe not even that long, and in some communities it's probably still the case, going to the movie theater... That that was that gray area, and that was something that we just shouldn't do as Christians. Uh, I know in my family, uh, growing up, I think I went to the movie theater once or twice because it was just it wasn't something that our church looked on favorably. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I look back now and I say I, I don't I don't get it. And uh, other things that we could probably throw in there: women wearing pants, makeup, all these things that I think to some extent. The weaker Christians were kind of setting the bar, and that's that's mm-hmm. that's a danger I, I think it could become somewhat dangerous if if we do that absolutely yeah so uh, your kids uh you said you know they of course they obviously know about about your tattoos uh when they've or if they've spoken to you about getting a tattoo or d- doing something else that might fall in that gray area, let's say not even tattoos something that Uh, in your family or in your church community would be considered a gray area issue. When they come to you with those questions or those conversations, how do you respond? uh, And let's just use tattoos as an example. How how do you, how do you lead that conversation with your kids?
1: So, um, uh, so actually I want to mention one thing before we even talk about what uh, discussion I have with my kids. Go ahead. Other kids. For sure. I've had other kids, other people's kids come to me and talk with me, uh, hoping that, uh, they say, "Hey, Orlando, uh, obviously I have tattoos. My parents won't let me get a tattoo." And my answer, or um, you, know, you know, my answer is always, "Okay." Uh, or, "Hey, I'd like a tattoo, but, but uh, you know what? Um, my, uh, I'm sorry, I'm stumbling here, and that's this, all right. It's going to get edited out. But let me try one more oh, time." Oh, by the way, I, uh, don't, so I, don't, kid-
0: I don't edit. So it's going to be yeah, wrong. Yeah, I know. That's, That's all right. It's terrible. terrible.
1: Uh, so kids I don't have, have that skill
0: me. yet. I don't have that skill yet. No, but go, go on. It's fine.
1: So kids have come to me to ask about tattoos, knowing that I'm going to say they're okay and wanting to be able to say, hey, mom, I asked Orlando about tattoos, and he says it's okay, so I'm going to get one. And my answer to them is always, what do your parents say? Oh, my mom says that I should never get a tattoo. I said, "Well, if you're living in your mama's house, and your mama says you shouldn't get a tattoo, guess what? My answer is, don't get a tattoo." There you go. I'm not going to I'm not going to advise in advise anyone to go against the wishes of their parents. I do want to put that out. With my kids, uh, they've talked about tattoos. It's obviously a pretty open. Uh, conversation in my house. There's nothing to hide. And they've mentioned wanting to get tattoos. All of them have. Uh, They've already started thinking as to what they want. And here's my thing. My thing is, I I don't mind if it's a gray area. It's one of those things that um, we we can discuss. We can talk about there's certain things that you're just not going to do because there's no gray about it. But if it's one of these gray areas like tattoos, then let's have this conversation and let's make a decision and let me help you make a decision in a way that's healthy. So, for example, when my kids have asked me about tattoos, can they get one? My answer is obviously, absolutely, you can get one when you're 18 and you pay for it on your own. But my thing is, I want to help you find an artist that's reputable. I'm not going to want you to go to someone's garage or, or kitchen uh, area and get your tattoo there. That's not, that's just not a reputable place to get a tattoo. So let me help you find an artist, even if it isn't the artist uh, that I would choose, but it's someone whose work you like, Hey, let me help you find, let me help you decide uh, what to get. So, uh, you know, obviously, if I would have gotten, My first instinct as a tattoo, the very first time I wanted one, I'd have some random Superman symbol on my body somewhere (laughs) Yeah. that wouldn't mean anything to me today. So let me help you decide what you're going to get, and then let me help you decide where you're going to get it. Uh, You know, um, it is what it is. In the workplace today, sometimes visible tattoos don't work. So let's not get something on your face. Let's not get something on your hands or knuckles. Uh, Let's get something that, if it becomes necessary in the workplace, uh, to cover it up, it becomes easy to do. So that's the, that's the way I handle that conversation with my kids. But it's 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 not just the tattoo conversation. It's any gray area conversation. Dad, I want to paint my hair blue. Okay, is that a sin? Not really, but let's talk about how how this how this happens. Dad, I want this or that or the other. And um, I think we need to have those open conversations. Uh, so that decisions can be made in healthy ways, particularly about those areas that are gray
0: for sure uh, you you mentioned uh those conversations that you've had with your kids, but also other kids coming to you and kind of wanting to use you as as their ace up their sleeve, right uh, yeah, or not no right. said I could do it uh let let me kind of talk to the audience you know christian bros uh twenties and thirties. And let's say there's a bro out there and he's he he's debating whether he should get a tattoo or not. And the sense I get from you is that you're not a guy who would say, do it. I mean, j- just go out and do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do I've done it. Go out and do it. How would you advise, right. you know, and we're talking about someone who is on his own, doesn't necessarily have to get mm-hmm. permission from his parents, but he's really struggling with this. And he and he's mm-hmm. saying, I, I I think it's cool, I'd like to do it, but boy, I just don't know. And and whatever, what would be your your counsel? How would you have that conversation with that Christian bro who is deciding whether he wants to get a tattoo or not? How would you talk to him?
1: So the very first thing I'd say is, if you're not sure, then let's just wait. Let's wait and make sure that you are sure because I don't want you in, in five years thinking, oh man, I wish I wouldn't have done that. So let's make sure you are sure. And one of the ways to make sure you are sure is to talk it out with someone you trust. Say, hey, here's what I'm thinking. Um, uh, Help me kind of think through this process. And I think that's great counsel for lots of decision making. If you've got a good friend, talk it through with your friend. I, this, um, With my decision, I talked it through with my wife. I kind of said, hey, here's where I'm thinking. Here's what I'm thinking. Here's kind of the journey I've been on. Here's what I'd like to do. And we kind of began to talk about that. And then finally, when I decided to pull the trigger, it was like, you know what, this is this is, I, I'm not, I don't have a problem with it. I'm not having second thoughts about it. I'm going to go ahead and do this. So I'd, I'd encourage lots of good and healthy conversation with other bros, with a good friend, with a, uh, if you're married with a spouse, obviously. Um, I think that that's important so that when you do pull the trigger, when you do say, yeah, I'm going to do this, it's not something that you're immediately regretting, like, oh man, I can't believe I did that.
0: And the, you mentioned about talking to somebody whom you trust, someone in your community, I would, I would guess someone who, who knows you, you, you have to be able to trust them. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. In the, actually in the previous episode uh, of the podcast, I talked about accountability and the trust mm-hmm. thing isn't for me, trust has to be along two lines. Number one, that someone isn't going to go blab your business to someone else. So, right. you know, you're, you're telling something in confidence and then all of a sudden it's on Facebook. Hey, so-and-so is trying to decide whether he should get a tattoo or not. Let's pray for him. Yeah. So you don't want someone blabbing your business, but then you don't want someone judging you either. You know, you want, you want good counsel, but don't judge me about it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think that there are good friends around us, hopefully that would be that, that would be kind of trustworthy. Uh, and that would be non Uh just because my journey is different than yours doesn't mean it's the wrong journey.
0: Sure. Sure. Well, hey, any any last words that you'd like to, to share with us regarding uh, your your journey, your decision, uh other conversations you've had with people regarding your decisions on on tattoos?
1: You know what? I just it's just a reminder. Um and it isn't a license to go out and sin. But just a reminder, God loves you because he loves you. Uh and it isn't about what you do that makes him love you. He just loves you. And for me, that's been an amazing revelation that's definitely freed me. Uh it's, it's taken a weight off my shoulder because I don't have to work for his love anymore. I know he just loves me. And so uh, that's the biggest, again, that's been my journey uh through this whole process, getting that weight lifted off. Oh, man, I don't have to earn his love. I just have to receive his love. And I just want to remind people of that, regardless of tattoo or no tattoo or whatever journey they might be on.
0: I appreciate that. I think that's solid. I think that is uh, definitely opposite of what we are a lot of times led to believe. The whole works-based salvation, even though we preach against it, we probably buy into it more than we we would like to admit. I, I, I can see that. Yeah. Well, listen, um, I, I crunched the numbers, I ran the algorithm, mm-hmm. it, it turns mm-hmm. out you're going to heaven.
1: Oh, wow, amazing. I know. Amazing. I know. I, 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 was, per, I was pretty sure at the beginning, <laughs> but I'm glad you're sure here, at the end.
0: Yeah, we're sure about it. <laughs> you know, and I, I I, like the fact that uh, obviously you and I have very, we have very different conclusions about it. Again, I don't consider it a sin, but just as a matter of personal conviction and where I feel I am in leadership, I, I, I just wouldn't mm-hmm. do it. Uh, you're obviously at the other end of the spectrum, but... I don't consider you any less of a Christian bro. I, I don't consider you someone who is sinning or sinful or anything like that. And I, I think these conversations are helpful for me to understand a different perspective. Um I know you're not trying to convince me of anything. I'm not trying to convince you of anything either. But un- understanding and knowing a different perspective and knowing that there are God-fearing individuals who have different views than I do on these gray matters. And there's someone said, you know, about you have to exhibit grace uh, on things that have to do with doctrine. Those are non-negotiables. We're immovable on those. But yeah, when it comes to these gray areas, you know, we'd be better to extend some grace on these areas. Absolutely. And
1: I I do want to let you know that even though you don't have one uh, and uh, you probably will never get one, I don't consider you any less of a Christian either. (laughs) I appreciate
0: that. Am I, am I going to heaven?
1: (laughs) Yes. Yes, absolutely. For I, yeah,
0: sure. <laughs> I appreciate that. Hey, um, I'm sure some bros would like to see some of your ink. Uh, where can people find you?
1: You know what? I'm on Facebook. Um, you can Google Orlando Lopez, or not Google, Facebook search Orlando Lopez, um, and it should pop up. I really don't know how Facebook search works, or you know what? Uh, I, I knew I have some on Instagram. And I believe I'm Orlando underscore Lopez on Instagram. And probably either one of those places, places if you look, uh, hard enough, if, and it wouldn't even be too hard. If you look long enough, you definitely find some of the ink. Or, you know what? I don't even mind someone saying, hey, Orlando, a little interested, uh, email me, orlando.dina at gmail.com.
0: And All right.
1: Definitely. Yeah. If you have any questions or I can be of any help, I don't mind, I don't mind, uh, serving my fellow brothers out there.
0: I really appreciate you taking the time, and uh, very first guest ever on the Christian Bro Code podcast.
1: You know what? As a matter of fact, that's interesting. You know why? Because uh, in your church, I was the very first guest preacher, other than a missionary. It might have been one of the first.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you you preached for us a couple years back on Father's Day. On Father's Day. That's right. Hey, so it's it's uh, it's reciprocal. It's great.
1: There we go. Lots of firsts.
0: Yeah, well, I appreciate you taking the time to join us. Thank you so much. And we'll be talking uh, soon, hope you're, uh, in the upcoming days or something. Thank you, my friend. Appreciate All right. it. All right, London, Thank you very much. All right, bro. Well, hey, that's it for this episode. And I hope this added value to your spiritual growth. I hope this is something that if you're struggling with this question or this uh, issue or anything else that is in a Christian gray area, then maybe this brought some clarity to what you've been struggling with and the questions that you have. You can uh, reach out to Pastor Orlando. He gave you his, his email address, but you can also reach out to me if you have any additional questions or have some follow-up that you'd like to share with me, mario at com. You can find me there. But also, again, join the conversation. Uh, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask Pastor Orlando if in the Christian Bro Code Facebook group, if he could upload some pictures of his tattoos there, that way it'd be a lot easier for you to see them and uh, and start a conversation with him as well. Uh, Now, listen, we're going to keep it civil in the Facebook group uh we're not there to attack or judge anybody so i do moderate those comments i don't expect anything to get out of hand it's a place for honest and open dialogue and debate but we're we're just not going to attack anybody one way or the other but definitely check out that go to my website mariuescobarro.com click on the button that says click here to join the conversation that way you can be added to the facebook group and we can start those conversations join my mailing list at com forward slash subscribe, or basically any page on my website. That way, as soon as there's a new episode of the Christian Bro Code podcast, you'll be notified like that in the snap of a finger. If you're getting this on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever, subscribe, rate, and review. That way, more bros can find this podcast, and they can have some value added to their spiritual growth as well. Again, I'm not asking you to leave a good review or a five-star review. I would love that for sure, but I need an honest review. And the other bros who are looking for podcasts, they need honest reviews as well. We've got some good stuff coming up in the upcoming episodes. All right, bro. I'll talk to you later.